Welcome to Lex Chat. My name is Lexi, singer, rapper, writer, recording engineer, model, all around entertainer. And thank you so much for joining me today. This show is dedicated to music and entertainment, where we talk about the industry and the business and we help each other to become better artists. You can catch these chats live on Instagram at LexiATL. That's at L-E-X-C-A-T-L on Instagram every Wednesday at 8 p.m. to be part of the conversation, followed by the Sexy Lexi After Hours at 9. If you missed the live, you can hear the replay on Mondays at 8 a.m. and Fridays at 9 p.m. on YouTube and anywhere podcasts are available but most people use Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Whichever platform you're using, make sure you follow and or subscribe and like each episode or give it a rating to help the show get in front of an even bigger audience. I would absolutely love you for that. If you don't like waiting for replays and you want instant access to the content and personal access to me, Go subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash LexiATL. That's patreon.com slash L-E-X-C-A-T-L. And choose from three different tiers to gain early and exclusive access among other perks. Okay? Okay. This week on Lex Chat, let's get into finances for creatives. Why are so many of us struggling or stressing out about, about finances? And, uh... What can we do about it? So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in listening in on, make sure you stay tuned. Alrighty, let's get my camera started here because I forgot last time. Alrighty, so thank y'all so much for joining me on Lex Chat today. All right, I got some announcements before we get started. This is the Lex Check. Lex Check is my version of making announcements, okay? First up, I have updated my tier system on Patreon, and I am now offering three different tiers. So I have a gold membership, a platinum membership, and a diamond membership. And I just think that is so cute and so fitting because it is an environment or a, um, you know, a community of creatives. And in the music community, when you're gold, that's 500,000 sales. When you're platinum, that's at least 1 million sales. Diamond is 10 million or more sales. So yeah, I think it's really cute. So my gold membership is $5 a month. Platinum membership is $10 a month and diamond membership is $25 per month on Patreon. That is patreon.com slash LexiATL. One of mine asks, how is your day progressing? It's been a super chill day. I went to the gym and worked out and went into Ollie's, got me a nice reclining patio chair that was on sale for $25. Original price. At Ollie's was 50, but I know for a fact that this chair goes for at least $100 on Amazon, so very happy about that. Um, one Amont says, you should pre-record your intro info. Um, no, because I have to, I mean, it is being recorded because I'm recording it into Pro Tools right now, but as far as like the live aspect of it, it still has to be said. I still have to introduce what I'm gonna talk about with y'all, so. I don't agree with that suggestion. My intro music is pre-recorded, so yeah. Um, Maybe maybe I can pre-record some of it, but I actually don't mind saying it live each time. 
because I will be introducing it differently each time and it adds a little character but I see what you're saying so anyway let's get back to this patreon right gold member platinum member diamond member gold is five dollars a month Platinum is $10 a month. Diamond is $25 per month. With the gold membership, you get, well, with all the memberships, you get early and exclusive access to content. But for gold especially, that's the $5 per month. Early and exclusive access to content. You help guide the content that's created for this channel and for my social media. Submit questions for monthly Q&A and submit one of your songs, one of your personal artistic songs to be reviewed on Lex Rated. Platinum is $10 a month. You get all the perks of gold. Plus, I consider your requests for... You can make requests for, like, famous songs and albums that you want me to review. You get one bonus Lex chat. And submit two of your personal artistic songs to be rated on Lex Rated. And those songs will be considered for a feature on Lex chat. And then you got the Diamond membership, which is $25 per month. You get all the perks of gold and platinum, plus you get priority when it comes to requesting content, such as the famous songs and the famous albums that you want me to review. You get priority for the monthly Q&As, which means people who are Diamond members, all the questions that you submit, I will guarantee that they get answered. Whereas like the lower tiers, I can't guarantee that it will make it because I will chop that off. It'll probably be no more than 45 minutes on monthly Q&As, but definitely um, anybody right now, make sure you submit those questions and I'll get to those. But anyway, as a Diamond member, you get priority to those Q&As, you get at least two bonus Lex chats, and you can submit four of your songs to be reviewed on Lex Rated and get a guaranteed feature on Lex Chat. With Lex Chat, I do put promotion behind Lex Chat, so that is something to keep in mind. You're not just giving your money away for nothing and just for me to tell you, you know, um, how your song can be improved or whatever, but I'm actually helping to promote your stuff as well. So that's something to think about. And the best things about being a Diamond member of my Patreon is you officially become part of the creator community that I'm building and the pride and joy of this particular membership. You get monthly 30-minute one-on-one consultations and or private lessons with me via phone or video chat. If you want to meet up in person, you got to be in the Atlanta, Georgia area and we can coordinate that um, because I do, I'm a certified fitness trainer. I want to offer that to people in general. Um, so that will be something that will explore. That would be like a private fitness training though. I'm doing group fitness sessions in Atlanta, but as a Diamond member of my Patreon, if you so happen to live in Atlanta, I will give you a personal one-on-one -on -one training situation. So I think it's really dope, all right? Upcoming shows and events. There's the AMB Brunch Panel Summit, which unfortunately I actually won't be able to attend because my mom is coming in this weekend and we're going to do the Bridgerton Experience. And it's Saturday morning. I don't wanna rush my mom at the house or you know, do something that she might not be interested in doing. So I'm going to have to sit this one out, but I think it is worth mentioning that there is the AMB Brunch Panel Summit presented by Limited ENT at Georgia State University this upcoming Saturday. So if you are listening live, it is this upcoming Saturday, September 10th. I don't know what time it is because I couldn't find it on their flyer and I didn't reach out to anybody before doing this Lex chat. So 
Yeah, but if you are watching live, you're listening live on Instagram, that is this Saturday, September 10th at Georgia State University. Learn how to collect your royalties, get monetized, utilize music registrations with PROs, learn how to create digital content and more on how to get paid for your art. You can go to limitedent.com. Tickets are free if you are a Georgia State student, a Georgia State University student. Um, If you are not a student, it is $50 for these tickets. Like I said, unfortunately, I will not be able to attend because I have family coming into town. But I still feel like it's worth mentioning this because it's always great as an artist to make sure that you are continually educating yourself on things that are happening around the business and it helps to keep your wheels turning. And it's also a good opportunity to network with other artists in Atlanta, especially. So you can make some potentially really good connections at these things and just get more educated on the way as well. So y'all should definitely check that out. Also check out my song Motorboat, mm, mm, Motorboat, which is playing in the background. If you are catching the replay of this on Spotify, Apple podcasts, or on YouTube, Motorboat is playing in the background right now. It is available on all major streaming platforms. Okay, so definitely make sure y'all please show me some love on that song. It's my rap song. And a lot of y'all told me that you wanted me to get into rap. So don't let me start rapping and y'all act like y'all don't want to support. Okay? Okay. But anyway, Lexi merchandise. I got the hats, hashtag winner. I have the wristbands. Hashtag winner, hashtag keeper. I have Lexi lighters with a built-in bottle opener. The Lexi burn lighters with a built-in bottle opener. And I have Lexi posters, which let me turn my live people to my wall real quick. Okay, if you are watching this on YouTube, I changed my background. You can see these posters behind me here, 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 here. If you're looking on Instagram, here, here, and here, here, okay? So all of this merchandise, we got the hashtag winner sun visors, we got the hashtag winner keeper wristbands in every color, literally red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, pink, white, and black. And then I got the posters, my artist posters, as well as the Sexy Lexi posters, all available on my website, LexiATL.com, L-E-X-C, ATL.com. I would very much appreciate it if you would cop some of that merchandise. And personally, what I like about my merchandise is it's something that links to my music because I do have a song called Winner. But I decided that I wanted it to be something that is affirmative and shows like affirmation. So if you're wearing the hashtag Winner Sun Visor, it's like you're telling the world I'm a winner. If you are wearing the hashtag winner, hashtag keeper wristbands, then it's like a little reminder anytime you look down at your wrist, I'm a winner, I'm a keeper. So it's a little uh, inspiration there for anybody who chooses to go get that. Lastly, for these announcements, I want to give a shout out to L. Cardi, who opened up a club and hookah lounge called I Hookah. It's located at 2852 Delk Road, Suite 212 in Marietta, Georgia, zip code 30067. You can book his lounge for birthdays, brunches, listening parties, etc. 
Email ihookahatl at gmail.com or call 470-661-1183 for business inquiries. Again, you can email them at ihookahatl at gmail.com. That is I-H-O-O-K-K-H... Whoa, 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 whoa. I-H-O-O-K-K-A-A-T-L at gmail.com or call the phone number 470-661-1183 for business inquiries. If you are a local business in Atlanta or a business in general and you just want to shout out on Lex Chat, email me at lexisolo at gmail.com. Tell me a little bit about your business and I'll give you a shout out. Donations are welcome or you could send me a sample of your product, but donations are welcome. And remember, I do put ads behind these Lex Chats. So, Right now, we've been averaging at least 400 views on these Lex chats when I put the promotion behind them. So that is something to think about, that you're not just advertising for nothing, right? You're getting some extra motion, some extra traffic. I look a little greasy on camera right now. But anywho, so yeah, other um, announcements, I guess, more personal things. Those of you who are watching this on YouTube and seeing this live, I changed up my background a little bit. It's so cute. I'm so happy because I decided to do like a gallery wall situation. So I have my artist posters, uh, the regular artist poster, and then I got the sexy Lexi posters. And then I have some model pictures that I took. I have my crazy time, my commemorative crazy time poster. I have a poster from said L. Young from his activated uh, project that he dropped sometime last year. And then I got some more model stuff and then there's the Voyage ATL article that was written about me back in 2019 that I do have prints and copies for. So yeah, I'm very excited about that. Um, I typically, unfortunately, a lot of times I go through a little bit of a depressive funk in a lot of ways. And um, this particular stint, I was not keeping up with my cleaning chart, but last week I really took the time to like each day, I have a, a cleaning chart on my wall that says home loving. And I basically wrote out a list of all the things that needed to be cleaned and taken care of in my house. And instead of having one big cleaning day on like a Saturday, Saturday morning or something, um, I decided, you know, this is a lot of house and it's very tiring to try to clean the entire house in one day. So I decided I wanted to break it up into bite-sized pieces that would take me no more than 20 minutes each day versus having to do a big cleaning day. So wrote down everything that needs to be cleaned and then I put it into a cute little chart that's, you know, each month is basically like four weeks. So I made it four weeks long, seven days a week. And each day is like, you know, clean the master bathroom, clean the guest bathroom, um, dust the blinds and the window seals, uh, refill the Q-tips and the cotton swabs and the cotton pads and the mothballs, you know, stuff like that. So one of those things was, well, basically I just got inspired to clean. And so I took down, I had like a video backdrop thing behind me, but I've decided that wasn't very pretty. And plus missing out on this beautiful painting of the little black girl playing piano which was gifted to me by my friend Pine. Thank you very much, Pine, for that beautiful painting. It's very much representative of me because I've been playing piano since, gosh, Virginia. How old was I? 
definitely under six years old. I've been playing piano for a very long time, so that, that particular painting really resonates with me. And then I just wanted a way to look, make the backdrop look better and a way to showcase some of my accomplishments because I don't celebrate myself enough. So yeah, all of that to say that um, I'm in a better, I'm in a better space. One Amant asks, do you sing and clean? Sometimes I do. These days I more so listen to podcasts and clean or I listen to other shows and clean. I don't really sing and clean. Mm, no. And uh, to kind of piggyback off of last week's episode of Lex Chat, where I talk about we as creators need to get a hobby. I think the reason why I don't sing and clean is because literally everything else in my life revolves around music. And so I just try to try to keep a balance of what I'm doing in life that's not always centered around music. So I think singing and cleaning, even though it should be fun, right? Something as simple as that, I just don't. <laughs> I just, it's music. I, I need a break from it. I love it. I love music, but still need that break, still need that balance, you know? So I don't sing and clean, unfortunately, but yeah. Um, speaking of last week's episode, right? I wanted to do get a hobby and finances for, for creatives, but I ended up talking a lot longer than I expected I would for the get a hobby portion of the episode. But I've decided that that's kind of better anyway, because I do want to get into a good amount of detail about finances um, or at least get into like an introductory detail about finances, right? And it, I think it's good to be able to dedicate one full episode to that. So we are going to talk about finances for creatives in this Lex chat. And um, yeah, why are so many of us struggling or stressing out about finances and what we can do about that? So that's going to conclude our Lex check for today. Let's get into the Lex chat after these messages. All right, so let's get into the topic this week. Ooh, let me get my camera started first. Let's get into the topic this week, which is finance for creatives. Why are so many of us struggling or stressing out about finances and what can we do about it? If you are tuned in live on Instagram right now, then y'all please chime in and help to guide this conversation. Of course, I do have my notes in front of me, but it is so much more interesting when y'all participate. So any questions that you have, even if you're not a creative, just dive into the conversation with me. Okay. Okay. So yeah, um, I have a lot of conversations with fellow creative friends and just like the common theme of burnout that seems to be coming up so frequently, especially in the past month of me having different conversations with different engineer and producer friends at the root. What I wanted to get into last week when I talked about getting a hobby at the root. And it's like a, a common thing between all of us. It 
really boils down to stressing out about finances and stressing out about not making enough money. And I think it's safe to say that is something that we all experience and we all fear as far as like never feeling like we have enough money, never feeling like we make enough money and never feeling like we can take a break from work long enough to be able to enjoy life or taking a break long enough to be able to balance out that work life situation, you know? So it's a common struggle I hear amongst a lot of creatives and maybe it's just a young adult thing where we are still trying to like find our place and find our rhythm, but it's definitely something that I don't want to rag on my parents, but you know, it's certain things about life, certain aspects about life, your family just doesn't tell you about and doesn't really prepare you for. They tell you what you should do to, you know, get a career that is supposed to take care of, it's supposed to take care of the financial aspect, but there's never that conversation about how sometimes it's going to take longer to find your footing in the things that you say you want to do. SPUV Peacock says, yes, especially trying to grow into financial discipline, trying to found, find a balance of what career. Yeah, exactly. It's financial discipline. That's a really good point that you just brought up because we're going to get into that as well. Uh, let me make a note of that under here. Financial discipline. Cause I like that particular phrasing. Thank you so much, Miss Kayla, ma'am. So yeah, it's, um, there's always the conversation of what kind of job you're going to take on to make a good amount of money, but there's not necessarily the conversation of no matter what career you take, your kind of your wages, they're not going to be all that starting out. Okay. And especially in an industry like music, <laughs> I guess the reason why so many of our parents don't want, or I think in the minds of my parents, I can't speak for them, but I'm going to make assumptions right now. I think the reason why they have us shy away from careers and jobs in creative spaces is because there really is no blueprint to this. There really is no standard of industry. Um, I hear a lot that music is like one of the most toxic industries entertainment is one of the most toxic industries and I would have to agree with that the reason why it's so difficult is because unfortunately other creatives make it hard for each other to be prosperous there's always somebody trying to cut you out of a deal always somebody trying to charge you way more than they would charge somebody else that they had a different kind of relationship with and it's just it's just difficult. It's just hard trying to get this right. Okay. So, but yeah, let's, um, that's enough like backstory on the inspiration for this episode. Let's get into finance for creatives, right? Like I said, there's the fear of losing out on money, having to take sessions, take sessions to make money, even when you're not at your best mentally. And then there's not getting paid enough for the amount that you're doing in the first place. These are all concerns that my people, my tribe have expressed to me and something that we all have in common. So as far as the fear of losing out on money, 
because of the kind of industry we're in, it's based around having clients. So the first thing that is not really made clear or I don't know how to explain it exactly. Um, The first thing that's not like drilled into our head as creatives is you have to treat this as like a sales situation. You have to treat this as an extreme and extreme customer service situation because we are in the business of people and we are in the business of selling ourselves to people and selling what we do to people. It's a client-based kind of industry. No one really pounds it into our heads how important it is to build up that clientele or they don't necessarily tell you the kind of skills you're going to need to build up a clientele. This camera tripod is just horrible. Get it together, tripod. All right. Let's see. One Amont says, but that's life sometimes. Extreme AO says, I love you. Thank you. I love you as well. So yeah, um, you got to have people skills for this industry and you got to have kind of like a salesman mentality and you got to know how to push sales and how to influence people's decisions to spend money. That's something that I still need to get better at because I'm not that good at it either. But I want to get into like some practical tips that will help people to not feel so bogged down by not making a lot of money and hopefully share some things that I'm doing for myself to um, help my financial situation or things that I've done. And hopefully some of those tips rub off on y'all or it gets the wheels turning for how you can apply some of these things to your own financial situation. So just a quick rundown of the tips Spend less than you make. Cut out unnecessary spending. You have to know the difference between your wants and your needs and the difference between necessities and luxuries. You have to, and that's what what Kayla was talking about earlier, is having financial discipline. Part of having financial discipline is understanding the difference between wants and needs, understanding the difference between necessities and luxuries. You have to plan how you're going to pay down your debts if you have any debts. And most people these days do have debt. So plan how you're going to pay down your debt. You got to learn patience when it comes to saving. Again, financial discipline. I love that phrase. (laughs) Financial discipline, learning how to be patient when it comes to your savings and not touching your savings just for every little want that you have. You got to know how to set up an emergency fund for yourself. And you have to understand your money problems don't go away. This is this is the philosophy that I want to get into y'all's heads too. This one is really important. Understand that your money problems are not going to go away just because you make more money. And this is something that I think about all the time, but I also try to tell my friends. Uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of spiritual, you know. I believe in God. I believe in the teachings of Jesus Christ. I tell people. Why should God bless you with more money when you are mismanaging the money that you have right now? So why should you get more money when you so poorly manage the money that you currently have? It's It doesn't matter how much money you make if you always have the same bad habits of spending it. And it doesn't matter how much money you make if you don't have a healthy relationship between yourself and money. Money 
making money, it is a relationship that needs to be fostered. And unfortunately, there aren't enough people that talk about it in that way, especially not in school, child. child. <laughs> school does not school does not prepare you for a relationship, a good relationship with money. Um, unless you go looking for this kind of information, it's not really something that people are like publicly pushing, you know? So definitely want to go in on some of those points. So here are some suggestions I have to help those of us who may be struggling or we're trying to figure out how to do better financially. And uh disclaimer, I am not a financial expert. All of these things I'm about to tell you, they're just, and everything I've already mentioned, it's just things that I've done, things that I have experienced, experienced personally, and I'm sharing these experiences with you to help, to hopefully help you in your financial journey. Eventually, I might actually get into finance. But as for now, these are just tips, things that I've done. So one of says in general, people don't understand what money is or wasn't taught in school. Money wasn't taught in school. It definitely was not taught in school. Like understanding taxes, like we understand that the crown taxed people in England. And the reason why America became a thing is because they were tired of being taxed. But uh, there's no clear education on what our taxes presently go towards in this society. You know what I'm saying? But that's a whole nother conversation that I didn't expect to get into. So we're not going to get into that just yet. But yeah, in general, people don't understand what money is. And people don't understand that money is a tool. That's part of them not understanding what it is. But um, suggestions to help you, right? Make a list. And if you are listening with pen and paper, it would be great if you would write these down or put it in your notepad or something. Um, type it up. I don't know. Just please take in this information. Um, also, I just want to throw that in there as another plug that if you become a patron of mine, $25 a month to be a diamond member, then these monthly consultations could also include coming up with a financial plan to help you do better with your finances and build up your finances. Um, using tips that have worked for me. So just going to throw that out there. All right. Patreon.com slash Lexi ATL to become a patron, uh, gold, platinum and diamond memberships. But anyway, so first thing I want you to do, right? Make a list of all the income, make a list of all your incoming money. So income, incoming money is going to be, you work a job and you get a paycheck. That paycheck is your income or you have a side hustle and you get paid from the side hustle. That side hustle money is income. Somebody gave you tips because you work at a restaurant or somebody gave you tips because you work at a club. Um, that is income. Anything, any money that is coming to you that is incoming, that is income. Make a list of all the sources of income that you have and then what's this is going to take patience and tracking on your end and discipline make a list of all the sources of income and then you have to watch your finances see how much you make for the month okay and see it would even be better if you watched yourself for three months i'll say three to six months three months should be a good starting point but at the basic level, at least track what you are making for one month, okay? 
Make a list of all your sources of income and how much money you are bringing in from each of those sources. How much money is coming in for the month from each of those sources. Add all those up. That is your monthly income. Okay. Next, let me get some water because this throat, throat, throat stuttering. What is that called? Uh, Throat cracking like crazy. There we go. Next up, so you made a list of all your income, right? Now, make a list of all your expenses, okay? Expenses are going to be like your bills. If you live in an apartment, how much is your rent? If you have to put gas in your car, how much gas money are you spending on putting gas in your car every month? And again, this is gonna be something that you gotta watch yourself for at least one month, but more ideally three to six months, keeping track of what you're spending, how you're spending, making a list of your expenses. Though monthly bills, like if you pay rent or if you own a home, how much is your mortgage and your HOA fees? How much are you spending on food each month? Do you notice that you spend more eating out or do you do pretty well on groceries or could you cut back on groceries or something, you know? Um, Yeah, things like that. If you pay your own bills, how much are you paying in electricity and water bill and gas bill, uh, the phone bill for your cell phone, internet bill? What other kind of bills we got? Um, <clears throat> water, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, if you have any subscriptions to things like Spotify or Apple Music, or if you pay for Hulu or Netflix or HBO Max or Disney Plus or Paramount or something like that. Like basically all the money, like what is eating away at your income? So make a list of all those things, add it up and see how much that is for the month or for the three month period, whatever it was you are. Oh, one of said car note. Yes. If you have to make payments on your car, your car note, your car insurance, you know, Even if you pay that six month premium, you should factor in, all right, six months, what is the cost of this six months? Let me divide that by six. How much should I be saving each month so that when the six months is up, I'm not surprised with having to pay this much for the premium for my insurance, right? Great, thank you for adding that one, Amon, thank you. (laughs) All right, so you made a list of all of your income and you made a list of all of your expenses. Now, subtract your expenses from your income, all right? So you got income minus expenses. And this is where you're gonna see, are you in surplus or are you in deficit? Surplus means you still have money to play around with. Deficit means you don't have enough money to pay your bills and you're actually in the hole or in the negative at the end of each month, okay? So if you are in a surplus, good for you. You're doing pretty good. Um, you gotta make a plan for that extra money. Okay. Don't just let the extra money build up. Give that money a purpose. I think where a lot of people go, go wrong and where I have gone wrong in the past before is that I had extra money, but I didn't, I didn't have a plan of what I wanted to do with it. So I lost track of it. Part of being in a relationship, right? Is checking in 
And same thing with this whole relationship with money. You have to check in on how your money is doing. That's the point of making a list of income. That's the point of making a list of expenses. And then if you have a surplus, you know, don't just let that money sit. The money's gonna get lonely. You have to give that money a purpose. Just like people, money needs a purpose in life. So if you, but if you don't assign a purpose to your money, then it's gonna sit around or it's gonna be lost because you're not paying attention to it. And you should be tracking every dollar that you're making and every dollar that you're spending. It's very important. So if you have a surplus, make a plan for that extra money. Will you save it? If you're saving it, what are you saving for? Are we paying down debt? Are we saving for a vacation? Are we, what was the other thing I said? Are we putting the money towards an emergency fund, which actually I would recommend just because you have a really good month doesn't mean that you should just go spending it. You know, when you have a really good month, you should be using the extra money from, in my opinion, use the extra money from those good months to do things like put it in an emergency fund or, um, since my emergency fund is built up, one of my emergency funds is built up to a certain, uh, a certain threshold that I want. Something else that I do with extra money that I have is I'll buy extra groceries, I'll buy extra meats, extra toilet paper, extra uh, paper towels, extra seasonings, extra ramen noodles for those times when I know I'm not gonna have enough money for all the extra meats and stuff. But I'll, I'll spend money on extra groceries and extra things around the house that otherwise may be hard to get or might have to be compromised if I don't make the same amount of money next month that I wanna make. So just because you have a surplus, don't go splurging it, put it to use. And we're gonna talk about like money goals eventually, hopefully, money goals. Um, Or that might just be a bonus episode for my patrons. I don't know yet, let's see, let's see, okay? So yeah, if you are in a deficit, because I've talked enough about surplus, if you are in a deficit, then you either need to figure out how you can cut your costs or you need to find another job or a hustle to make up for the difference. So if you do income minus expenses and you have like negative $200, are you gonna take on an extra job to make up that $200? Are you going to cut expenses? Like I'm gonna stop paying for Hulu or I'm gonna stop paying for Netflix. I'm gonna ask somebody if I can have their Netflix password because that'll help me cut down on my costs. Um, can I downgrade my internet? Um, can I stop going to so many places, like driving to so many places in my car so I can cut down on how much gas I'm putting into my car? Can I cut down on how much I'm eating out by learning how to cook and then cooking for myself at home, right? So those are gonna be some examples of how you can reduce your spending if you happen to be in a deficit. So like I said, if you're in a deficit, you got two options. Get another job or another hustle to cover the difference or cut down on your spending, which is going to take discipline as Kayla mentioned earlier. So now we get into reducing your spending. All right, and these are all pretty basic. These are all pretty basic tips and things that um like generic things that people say about money anyway, but hopefully coming from me 
it will help you to, you know, get a little bit more fire under you. And hopefully if I'm, I'm more approachable than some of the other finance gurus that you see online, um, and I, I truly do hope that this helps, like seriously. So let's get into reducing your spending, right? Um, actually, one of month says something earlier. Or I thought you did. Oh, one of month says you got to put that money to work. Yes, you have to put the money to work and you have to give it a purpose. What happens to people in life when they feel like they don't have a purpose? They feel lost. They wander. They get into things that they probably shouldn't have gotten into because they're confused. They don't know which way to go. Same concept goes to money. If you do not give your money a purpose, especially in times of surplus, you may think you got all this extra money and you just throw it around frivolously. And then you realize, oh, what happened to the extra money from so-and-so? You did something crazy with it. You didn't you didn't give it a good purpose. You didn't have a plan for it. You didn't care about it. You know, let's talk about like relationships. As a woman, I want to feel like a man wants my time. But if he never calls me, he never checks up on me, I'm going to leave him. I'm not going to give him my energy. Same thing with money. If you don't give money attention, it's going to wander and you're going to wonder where it went. Yes, on you because you didn't pay attention. You didn't follow the you didn't follow the money. All right. So let's get into reducing spending. Reduce the amount of money you spend in a month. You got to track your spending. You have to watch your money. Watch yourself and be honest about how you are spending your money. This is where, like Kayla mentioned earlier, that this is where that financial discipline comes in. You have to be honest about what you're doing and how you're doing, what you're spending and how you're spending your money. Um, I want to get into an episode where we talk about like credit cards, but honestly, follow my Lexi finance page, Lexi underscore finance, L-E-X-C underscore finance page. And that's where I'm going to address other questions that I couldn't get to in this episode Um, or just ask me in my DM or something, you know, what ofs, but Yeah. So tracking your spending, you got to be honest with yourself about your own habits. If you're looking at your expenses and let's say you don't have a car, do you really need to be bougie and only use ride sharing services to get you to and from where you need to be? I know a few people who just can't seem to bring themselves to take the bus, you know, or even ask for a ride from someone. I know it might be a little more difficult like if you don't if you don't work in traditional jobs like restaurants or something, it might be hard to find people who you can carpool with. But it really blows my mind that people they complain about not having money, but then I see that they're always taking ride shares everywhere and easily a 10 minute a 10 to 20 minute ride will run you anywhere from 25 to 50 dollars depending on the day, depending on the time of day, depending on how much you tip a person, that gets really expensive if you have to go to three, four or five places in a day. So I would say for a situation like that, you can make the sacrifice or lower your ego a little bit and make the sacrifice. This is me telling you, make the sacrifice to learn how to ride the bus and learn how to ride the train. That's what I did when my car went out and I still needed to get to the studio It is $250 one way to ride the bus and the train. It's $250 
there and it's 250 back. So I remember my car went out, like the engine went out or something. And the engine went out of my car and I didn't have, I literally had nobody to call on to give me a ride to do anything, which is another story. <laughs> but it was like, that's all right. It's cool because the place that I decided to live, I make sure that any place I live, I'm not too far from a bus stop just in case something happens with my car. I need a way to get around. What's cool about the MARTA system out here is the bus and the train are connected. So you pay $250 for your trip. From where you started to your destination is $250. So that $250 includes transfers and everything until you get to your final destination. And then it's $250 to get back home. So that's $5 a day that you spent. Yeah, you might be walking more and it might take more time to get to and from your destinations, but at least you're saving the money instead of spending over $50 in one day on ride shares, then you can take the bus, take the train and save yourself that much more money, okay? So that just plays into like the common, the common complaints that I hear from people and that's one solution as far as like the ride sharing thing. Oh, I don't have enough money because, oh, these ride shares are expensive. I hate that excuse because we do have a bus system. Now I can't speak for people who don't have public transportation, but I know here in Atlanta, the tra- the public transportation is good enough that you can get to the major landmarks and the major locations in the city by taking the bus, by taking the train. Um, if you can't call on coworkers to come give you a ride, stop being bougie, get out of your pride, get out of your ego, take the bus, take the train to help save you money and do that for as long as you have to until you're seeing some significant changes in your financial situation, okay? Um, And something else that I would say, I know it takes longer when riding the bus or the train because you have to, you know, wait somewhere extra two hours before you actually have to be somewhere. But during that downtime, you could be reading a book, you could be studying something that you said you always wanted to study. For those of us who are engineers, if you have a laptop, you could be mixing on your computer during that downtime. And that's actually a bet. Like you would be surprised how many things you can get done if you no longer had to drive yourself all over the place. That in itself can be a luxury. And that's, that's, I want you to change your mindset against buses and trains, right? Even if it seems bleak. On the outside, right? Technically, you just hired a driver for $5 a day. You don't have to drive yourself anywhere, you know? So that would be a perk. I would look at it as a luxury in that way to give it like a positive connotation. So let's talk about people who say, oh, I don't have money to do so-and-so because I spend so much money eating out. Well, do you know how to cook? Do you buy groceries? Do you have the discipline to say, man, I'm hungry right now, but if I just wait another 30 minutes before I, until I get home, then I can eat what's in my fridge at my house. Or are you one of those impulsive buyers who, mm, I'm hungry right now, I want it right now, I can't wait. And you have no patience, you have no discipline, right? That's where, that's another instance of where discipline is really going to play a role in how well you do financially. So on top of on top of creating this good standing relationship with money, you also got to be disciplined and consistent with building that relationship and holding yourself accountable. <clears throat> 
So it's the same excuses I hear from people who say, oh, I don't have enough time for such and such. Yet you can tell me what happened on last week's episode of your favorite TV show. You say you don't have time for certain things, but you carved out enough time to binge watch. Or you say you don't have enough time in the day, but you stayed up till three in the morning binge watching some shows on some streaming platforms. Like that's not making much sense now, is it? <laughs> so it's it's just like with those situations, you're gonna have to have the discipline to say, where can I reduce time in one area and allocate it to another more important area? Same thing with money. If you're in a deficit, can I pull some money away from this, but put it into something that I want to put it into, okay? So something, all right. After you do your list of income and your list of expenses, I want you to write down like your debts, And I want you to write down some goals because like I said, you need to prepare yourself for times when you will be in surplus consistently and times where you will be in deficit, which is inevitably going to happen. Why is it so difficult for me to speak right now? Let me get another swig of water. Maybe that'll help. I must compliment myself. My skin looks so vibrant on camera. It's not just the lighting. My skin is smooth and beautiful, baby. Let me tell you. Okay. Anywho. So yeah, you made a list of your income. You made a list of your expenses. Make a list of any debt you have. For a lot of us, I'm fortunate enough that I do not have this debt, but I have credit card debt. A lot of people have student loan debt. A lot of people have credit card debt. Um, A lot of people have like, car note that's technically a debt because you took out a loan or you pay a mortgage that's technically a debt because you took out a loan so but we're gonna we're gonna chop up the car loan and the mortgage loan chop that up to your monthly bills that's already taken care of right let's get into your student debts which you could also write off as a monthly bill um and any personal debts like for me credit card debt right so goals You made income list, you made a list of expenses, make a list of your debts, and then you wanna make a list of your financial goals. What is the ideal financial situation that you would want to be in? So for me, um, I know there are going to be times where maybe I'm not making as much money or God forbid something happens and I I lose the ability to be able to work for a month or two. How How am I going to cope with that? One thing that I could do the first thing I would tell people to do is to create an emergency fund. So if you already have like an auto loan and a mortgage loan and you already have student loans, right? Those are already set up with like standard payments that you're going to be making monthly. Add into that, like, I want to save up for an emergency fund. So that's going to be, in my opinion, that should be one of the first goals that you make is having an emergency fund and having different levels of emergency funds. So for me, I wanted emergency cash and I wanted emergency money in my account and I want an emergency bucket for, you know, extended emergencies or something, you know? So how much money do I wanna have in cash in my house in case something happens to my bank account and I can't get money, at least I have it in cash. How much do I want to have in cash at my house? 
That's one goal. For me, it's $1,000 or $500 in cash, you know? Determine how much you would want to make you feel comfortable. The lowest amount is gonna be the first goal that you're gonna tackle, all right? So for me, it was a cash, a cash emergency fund. Second one, an emergency fund that I could have in the bank that's like easily accessible in the account that I use the most, all right? That, let's say, is $3,000 because my bills are like $1,500 to $2,000 per month. I want to be able to, if I had to spend this much on all my bills and then this much on food and gas in my car, I could live off of this for at least two months. That's two months worth of emergency expenses. And then, so that was my second tier of like emergency funding. And then a third tier would be like a bucket, which that would be for like an extended period of time, right? So that would probably be, what if I couldn't work for three to six months? How much money does that look like based off of my current lifestyle? And how much does that mean I need to put aside to account for three to six months of me not being able to work for whatever reason, right? So those are some goals that I would say come up with. And I think that will at least help. So you make a list of all your income, make a list of your expenses, make a list of your debts, and then make a list of your goals. And those first goals, that first goal should be an emergency fund. After you hit that emergency fund goal, celebrate, take yourself out, go get some ice cream, go do something like that. Um, And then get right back into saving for the next goal. You could even rotate like, okay, I want to get this emergency fund. Once I hit that goal, I want to open up a new account to save for vacations or to save for little adult field trips because I want to be able to treat myself every now and again, okay? That is a perfectly reasonable goal to have and it's something that's important because you want to be able to treat yourself. It can't just be, oh, I never get to spend money because that's no fun And you probably won't stick to a savings thing if you never get to reward yourself. So build in amongst paying off debts and paying uh, to save up for an emergency fund, have an account that's, I wanna save for me time. I wanna save for luxurious things. I wanna save to be able to go to Six Flags next month. I wanna save to be able to get a massage next month. Just something that you can, even if you're treating yourself once a month, something that you can do that's nice for yourself, you know? Or I wanna save up enough to have dinner at this place one night and I'm saving to pay for my parking and my valet and the dinner and the dessert and the drinks and possibly for somebody else to be there with me and for the outfit and for the hair and the makeup and the nails. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But um, I think that's pretty. that's a pretty good amount of information for like the basics of how to get started with being more disciplined with your money. I do want to get into another episode where I talk about credit cards and monetizing your talents and monetizing your hustles, comparing your prices to what are other people charging for the same kind of services that I'm talking about, you know? So I do want to get into that, but that is going to be for my patrons, which they will have access to that. Um, The general public, y'all might not see something like that for another month or two. I'm going to be real honest with you. I'm going to keep it real with you hundred percent of the time, but yeah. Um, 
I'm going to get into that and that's going to be a bonus episode for the patrons. So if you are not a patron, so sorry, please consider becoming a patron because as I mentioned earlier in this episode, I did update my Patreon and I now have three options for membership. Okay. There's the gold membership, platinum membership, diamond membership. Gold is $5 a month. Platinum is $10 a month. Diamond is $25 per month. With the gold $5 per month membership, you get early and exclusive access to content. You can help guide the kind of content that's on the channel and that's included in these Lex chats and whatever other subject matter that I have. You can submit questions for a monthly Q&A and submit one of your songs to be reviewed on Lex Rated. For the platinum $10 per month membership, you get all the perks of the gold plus I will have more priority for you when you request certain content. You get one bonus Lex chat and submit two of your songs to be reviewed on Lex Rated and those songs will be considered for feature on Lex Chat. With the Diamond $25 per month membership, you get all the perks of gold, all the perks of the platinum membership, plus priority when it comes to requesting certain content that I do and priority when submitting questions for the monthly Q&A as well as at least two bonus Lex Chat episodes and you can submit four songs to be reviewed on Lex Rated and you get a guaranteed feature on Lex Chat. But also what's amazing about the Diamond membership, you will officially become a part of the creator community that I'm building and you will get a 30 you will get a monthly 30 minute one-on-one consultation and or private lesson with me via phone or video chat or if you live in the Atlanta area that could mean a private fitness instruction lesson with me private vocal lesson you know we can we can orchestrate that if you live in my area but definitely go to patreon.com slash LexiATL to become a member of one of those three tiers and get those perks and access to me personally, as well as the early and exclusive access to the content. Okay. Again, don't forget, unfortunately I won't be there, but I think it would be a good look if you were able to make it. If you live in the Atlanta area, the AMB brunch panel summit presented by limited ENT at Georgia state university. That's Saturday, September 10th, if you are listening and watching to me live, listening and watching to me, if you are listening to me and watching me live on Instagram, that is this upcoming Saturday, September 10th. If you are listening to this or watching this on YouTube or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, sorry, it's already passed. But yeah, on this event, you learn how to collect your royalties, get monetized, utilize music registrations with PROs, learn how to create digital content and more on how to get paid from your art. So you can find tickets at limitedent.com. Tickets are free if you are a Georgia State University student, but it is $50 if you are a non-student. So again, I will not be attending, unfortunately, because I have family coming in town, but I think as a creative, it'll be a really good look for you to go and learn more about the business. So yeah, do that. Also, check out my song, Motorboat. Mm, mm, Motorboat, yeah. Motorboat, <laughs> feel it from the throat, hey. Check out my song, Motorboat, which was released. Oh, wait a minute, not that part. Motorboat is out on all major streaming platforms. It is my rap song. It's pretty lit. I like it. I enjoy it. So please go listen to it and uh, let me know what you think about it. Tell me that you like it and you enjoy it too. I got Lexi merchandise available on my website, LexiATL.com. As you can see here, the hashtag winner sun visor 
It's hot outside. The sun is shining bright. So hashtag winter visor. Very nice touch. I also have the hashtag winner, hashtag keeper wristbands. A little affirmation. Every time you look down at your wrist, remind yourself, I'm a winner. I'm a keeper. I also got Lexi Burn Lighters, which has a built-in bottle opener. So if you're smoking, if you're drinking, Lexi got you covered. And I have Lexi posters. So if you're watching this on YouTube, then you can see my background. I've got the Lexi posters, the artist posters, and then I have the sexy Lexi posters. And those, along with all the other merchandise I just mentioned, that is available on my website, LexiATL.com, L-E-X-C-A-T-L.com. Shout out to L. Cardi, who opened up a club and hookah lounge called I Hookah, located at 2852 Delk Road, Suite 212 in Marietta, Georgia, zip code 30067. You can book his lounge for birthdays, brunches, listening parties, all kinds of events. Just email ihookahatl at gmail.com or call 470-661-1183 for business inquiries. Again, you can email him at ihookahatl at gmail.com. That's I-H-O-O-K-K-A-A-T-L at gmail.com or call the number 470-661-1183 for business inquiries. And if you are a business and you want me to give you a shout out on Lex Chat at the top and the bottom of the episode, the beginning and the ending of the episode, then you can email me at lexisolo at gmail.com. Tell me a little bit about your business and I'll give you a shout out. Donations are welcomed and highly encouraged. As a matter of fact, you know, if you want to get that guaranteed spot, number one spot like Luda. But anyway, you can catch these live recordings of the Lex chat every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. on Instagram. I stream live on my Lexi ATL account. That's Instagram at L-E-X-C-A-T-L on Instagram on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. And the replay for this show comes on at Mondays at 8 a.m. And if you are interested in the Sexy Lexi After Hours, that show is live recorded immediately after the Lex chat. So Wednesdays at 9 p.m., we do the Sexy Lexi After Hours. And that show replays on Fridays at 9 p.m. So thank you so much if you are listening to this, if you're watching this on YouTube. Make sure you like this. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit the notification bell if you want to be notified each and every time I post a new piece of content. If you are listening to this on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts, then help me get this pushed out to a larger audience by giving me a five out of five star rating and leaving a review. Because again, like I said, it will have more likelihood of being pushed into a wider audience and sharing these informational sessions, these informational episodes with other like-minded people, other aspiring artists who you know, don't mind on their drive or their workout, listening to some good information that will help them become a better artist because that's what we're doing here. And again, like I mentioned earlier, if you would like to go the extra mile in supporting me, consider becoming a patron. I've got three different tiers, gold membership, platinum membership, diamond membership. Gold is $5 a month. Platinum is $10 a month. Diamond is $25 a month. If you want to know all the extra perks that come into being a patron, then go to patreon.com slash LexiATL, patreon.com slash L-E-X-C-A-T-L to become a patron today. Thank you all so much for listening and watching and tuning in to the Lex chat. Until next week, my name is Lexi. Peace. Motorboat.